At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings, listeners. You're tuned in to Talking with T, where we keep it real and true while we do what we do and all the while thinking about you. Be enlightened, educated, empowered, and entertained as we bring you the latest in trending news, hot topics, and more. It's April 3rd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actor, comedian Eddie Murphy, Paris Jackson, the only daughter of the late Michael Jackson, actor Alec Baldwin, singer Kelly Price, and the late greats Doris Day, and Marlon Brando. On the national calendar, today is celebrated as National Find a Rainbow Day, National Chocolate Moose Day, and World Party Day. Today in history, the University of Alabama admitted its first black student in 1956. On this date in 1989, former St. Louis Cardinals first baseman Bill White becomes the first African-American to head a major sports league when he was named president of the National League. It is also on this date in 1920 that the Negro Baseball League was founded. It's a new month and time for a new thing. Some people have been running around here acting like they have lost their ever-loving minds. So this month's theme is get some act right in April. Each week, I'll highlight somebody or somebody's that need a good old dose of some act right. This week's prescription goes to people preying on our children. Data reports that about 2 million children are exploited each year in commercial sex trade. The Urban Institute reported that the sex economy ranged from 39.9 million in Denver to 290 million in Atlanta. Those involved in exploitation or sex trafficking or abuse of our children need to be shut down and hit with the at right stick. Let's turn our attention to our happy highlights. My first happy highlight is about Baloo High School in DC in which last year only 57% of the students graduated. In an awesome turn of events, This year's seniors collectively decided they would all apply to college. So 100% of them applied to college. These students attend school in one of DC's poorest neighborhoods that has had a high dropout rate. We should be very proud of these young people for deciding to beat the odds and making a decision to strive for a brighter future. Also, I'm happy to share that Chance the Rapper has started the new Chance Arts and Literature Fund, which is designed to provide supplies and equipment for arts and reading programs in the Chicago public schools. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're listening to Talking with T. Motivation. 
Justified. Through his blood we've been given life And when we die we'll be seated with the most high That's right. Anointing I need a double portion Safe inside of his will when the storm is coming We ain't tripping but the world bugging Living right in God's sight that's a touchy subject Motivation You can say what you wanna say, say, what you, wanna say. you can hate if you wanna hate But if you hate and you my motivation, my motivation. If you hate and you my motivation Give me limits, I may lemonade. I'm showing love when you give me hate. Uh, they talking fear, but I'm living faith. Born again every day, that's a clean slate. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can hate me if you wanna. Cause hating only, only made me stronger. And I ain't looking for no drama, but when it comes, I won't run. I'm suited up and on the Trusting in the word of God. Uh, I'm turned up, ain't no turning off. And I put that on everything You wanna hate, you can hate while I do my thing You can say what you wanna say Say what you wanna say You can hate if you wanna hate Hate if you wanna hate if you hate you my motivation motivation If you hate you my motivation And now it's time for our Monday Minute Quick Bits Detroit rapper Big Sean becomes the youngest person to receive the key to the city of Detroit for his charity work through the Sean Anderson Foundation. New York Mayor Bill de Blasio endorses a 10-year plan to shut down the infamous Rikers Island. Studies show that for black boys, just one black teacher in elementary school increases their high school graduation rates and intent to go to college, according to a report in the Seattle Times from the University of Washington's College of Education. Tracy Maddox was in the hospital receiving treatment for stomach ulcers when her boyfriend came to the hospital and she told him that it would be best if they separated. Now, I'm not sure if he was contributing to her having ulcers or not, but at any rate, she said he didn't argue with her. He just left the hospital. 
She woke up around 2.40 a.m. and there he was with a knife. He ended up stabbing her 13 times while she yelled for help. She said the hospital staff didn't respond. And not only that, security didn't keep him from coming in after visiting hours, nor did they stop him from leaving. The police actually ended up catching the guy not far from the hospital. The annual report released by the Black Women's Roundtable stated that more than 40 percent of sex trafficking victims are black. As we highlighted last week, the concern of our missing girls of color, it is possible that many of them may be victims of sex trafficking. And I hope some task force is in place to eliminate this threat. This tragic story in the news is about a woman named Latina Herring, who had called 911 during an argument with her boyfriend, Alan Cash. After that situation, she called the police again about 20 minutes later, and the police reportedly dismissed her complaint, said she'd been calling over and over, and they're even heard saying that she's making false accusations. At one point, they asked her to stop calling 911. Well, apparently she had good reason to keep calling. Cash went on a shooting spree, killed her, killed her eight-year-old son, and is also charged with attempting to kill her seven-year-old son, her father, and two bystanders who are all currently in the hospital and one remains in critical condition. This past Thursday, a man went to a Chicago restaurant and opened fire, killing four men. Police has described it as gang related. Chicago is really having a rough go at it with the number of shootings, killings and gang violence. But other cities aren't immune. In fact, there has been a recent surge in violent crimes and shootings right in my hometown of Knoxville, Tennessee. And you know what? I'm sick and tired of seeing the stories plastered on the media. I'm tired of the portrait painted of our inner city communities. I'm tired of seeing mothers whose eyes are bloodshot and swollen from crime. And, I, you know, I'm not trying to preach. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. This is Act Right April, and I'm going to need these quick trigger shooters to get some Act Right. But back to the story, the mother of two of the men that were shot was near the incident actually working when it happened. And she actually watched her two sons killed in front of her. She was quoted in saying that she just couldn't go on and she wanted to kill herself. And I, I just can't imagine that kind of pain. And there you have our Monday Minute Quick Bits. You're inside talking with T. Well, it's time for one of my favorite parts of the show as I bring on the know-it-all Professor Jay and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, as we review trending news and hot topics. So first, let me say hi to the two of you. Hey, here. Hello. Hey. So before we get started, I did want to find out if any of you were the victims of an April Fool's prank this past Saturday? Uh, no, because first of all, April Fool's Day was on a Saturday, and normally I usually get April Fool's when April Fool's Day falls through the week. And so, you know, thankfully it ended up on a Saturday, so I was exempt from April Fool pranking. 
No, I don't participate in April Fools because I did an April Fools joke on someone one time where I helped a friend do an April Fools joke on somebody one time, and she showed up at my house with the police because she thought that I was talking to her boyfriend at the time. So I had. Wait a minute! No. Yes, she was. She was like leaving. This was this was before social networks were out and all that. But she was. Somebody came to my apartment and said. This girl is down at the office looking for you with the police. And I'm thinking, for what? It was an April Fool's joke gone bad. It was awful. But she, Ooh. I, I would never help somebody else again do that because it was not funny. She was, like, ready to, like, kill me over her. That's, that's what's going to happen to nephew Tommy because he be doing them prank calls. <laughs> yeah. That's what this was. But she said, looking for me. She found out where I lived. And she was out with the police to get her husband boyfriend or whatever at my apartment. Mm. Mm. I'm just going to... Well, I can understand that. Well, I didn't really have anything. Uh, My son, right there almost at midnight, actually, and I thought I had escaped and wasn't even thinking about April Fool's anymore when he told me a spider was on my pillow and I almost killed myself trying to uh, jump out the bed and find the darn thing before I realized he was laughing so hard that he almost peed on his little self. <laughs> oh, no. No, nephew, mm. no. No. Yes, yes. Spider on the pillow. He caught you at your weakest moment when you thought it was, it was over. Exactly. I'm sure he had been plotting it all day. Well, look, um, moving on really to our trending news and a couple of serious topics that we have. We've talked about the desensitization of our youth as well as their misuse of social media. And just last night, Chicago police arrested a 14-year-old for taking part in the sexual assault of a 15-year-old, and they streamed this live on Facebook. The assault actually um, included five or six males. The boy that they've arrested so far faces felony charges of aggravated criminal sexual assault, manufacturing child pornography, and disseminating child pornography. What makes this even worse is that several people, I think they said around 40, watched the live video, and not one person thought it was a good decision to call the police. So, you know, this wasn't some sort of fictional movie or some prank video. This was live in real time, and they sat there and watched it. So police are also considering charging those that watched the video as well. But the mother of the victim took the video to the police superintendent, and the detectives found a girl on the street the day after her mother had reported her missing. So this story really sickens me. And I know this girl probably won't ever be the same, but I pray she finds some way to move forward with her life and move past this tragedy. But these are, in my mind, these are like babies. You know, what? led them to do this. This is awful. Right, and to broadcast it on Facebook Live, I mean, who in his right mind would think that everybody else wants to be subjected to uh, this sort of devious behavior? Right, that is is crazy because at 14 years, well, when we were growing up at 14 or 15 years old, all the boys did for you was, you know, you had to run by and hit your butt and keep running. 
right. They wasn't like trying to doing no game. Well, I, not the boys and girls I knew. Things like that just didn't happen then. And I but we talking about sexual assault, which you know I guess is a another term for flat out rape, and what? by kids. On kids, come on now. So they were calling. Just, they they were just now them. learning what to do. I know. I, I anyway. And they said some mm. of the people who looked at it were actually adults. They weren't kids. Well, you know, we already know about the sick adults that we have out there. I hope they do charge them. They knew that right, wasn't that's, right. That's a whole other issue right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while we talking about that, you know, we, I, you know, we got the latest tea on uh, Elizabeth Thomas and all that. So what's going on? Okay. Still the so, TJ. All right. So here's T on Elizabeth Thomas. So, you know, as we were talking earlier in the week amongst ourselves about how down here they spotted the van, and I put that in air quotes, that uh, that was supposed to be driven by the teacher who kidnapped uh, Elizabeth Thomas, that had, which sparked a statewide Amber Alert here in Tennessee. Come to find out, after they had the whole news media sold up for a whole two hours about how Elizabeth Thomas and her teacher were spotted at this Crystals uh, in downtown Memphis, and they were spotted getting on uh, public transportation. Lo and behold, that was not the van that Elizabeth Thomas's teacher had driven. So needless to say, they have, you know, had us all glued to our TVs down here because, you know, we're thinking that some major stuff is about to pop off down here in Memphis. I know. Y'all thought it was going to be like when they caught, caught Queen Latifah and said it all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, we, we, we thought, that, we thought that, that, that stuff was really going to go down. And, you know, it was not the van. So uh, several people expressed their discontent with how, it was handled because a lot of people down here said that if it were an instance where the uh, tipster was of the darker hue, then he or she would have been charged with misusing police resources and all such as that. Mm, Falsifying a report. Exactly, exactly. So, So she's still missing? She is. You know, oh, the Amber wow. Alert is still going on from what I understand. <laughs> they said Ooh. the other day that they saw her, well, they got video footage of them in Oklahoma at the Walmart. Oh, like, that this was a legitimate sighting? Yeah, this is a legitimate sighting. They put their pictures up. It was them. They colored their hair, but it was a legitimate sighting. So when oh, I okay. read it, I was thinking, well, dang, how did it get from Memphis to Oklahoma that fast? Well, let's talk about this fire in Atlanta that caused a major uh, highway to collapse. And come to find out, three people were responsible and have been arrested. And one of them was charged with criminal damage to property, and the other two were charged with criminal, criminal trespass. One of those that was charged, Basil Elby, he had 20 arrests dating back to 2000, primarily for possessing and selling drugs as well as assault or whatever. And the three evidently used materials that were located in the area used for storing construction materials. So this is on Interstate 85. And if you're familiar with that, you know 
how major that is. You know, that is a major transportation route for many people in Atlanta. You know, traffic is already a nightmare there. So it's going yeah. to be compounded significantly as the city has to work to repair the damage of this. Uh, I think it was like an overpass. And so it's going to take some time to do that. In fact, I think they tried to, and maybe they have declared a state of emergency because of the traffic and the alternate routes and all of that that are going to have to take place from what these three people did. Yeah, I was down there yesterday, and traffic really wasn't that bad, but it was also a Saturday. But I guess working, commuting is worse. But Mm -hmm. we rode directly by where where it was, the bridge was blown up or whatever. And I don't mean to be harsh, but Atlanta must think people are stupid to think that some crackheads blew that whole bridge of smoking crack. Crackhead smoke under bridges all day, every day. I personally think this is a cover of what really happened. They just grabbed them as a scapegoat and something major happened. Because if you saw it, and if you heard mm-hmm. people talking about that was around there, they said it was an explosion, like a big explosion, not like you smoking. I mean, what kind of crack was they smoking? Well, hold on now, P.I. Pam. P.I. Pam, you might have something there. I, in fact, the link that I have to the story from ABC has this bridge. And you're right, the fire was massive. And I don't know now, you might be on to something. Now, they said, yes, they were smoking crack, but that they used materials, construction materials, to build the fire. If they was down there smoking crack and it blew up like it blew up, how people said it blew up like an explosion, how did they mm-hmm. find them? Did they did they have time to run when if you smoking crack, that means you're not in your right mind. So that means right. you gonna know when it's gonna explode. You are gonna smoke your crack and say, "Oh, let's run." It's gonna. This is some right. bull. And now say it when it comes. Truth comes out. Remember, I said it first. Remember. Remember, you said it first. Okay. And, and and the way that explosion was set up, like you said, if they were smoking, there's no way in Hades, heck, or wherever the HLC you want to put it, that anybody could have escaped from there within a reasonable amount of time. I'm just throwing that out there. It took the leaves off, off the trees, like, you know, hundreds of feet away. It did, like, damage, and the smoke was so thick. How did they even find these crackheads to know that it was them smoking crack down there? It just don't make sense. The people are just falling for it. They got, I'm thinking, it's, it sounded crazy when I first saw them because they all looked like they was touched in the face. Well, I'll tell you what, listeners, uh, you can find the link again on my website. That's www.talkingwitht.com under today's show. And the link to the story will actually show video and Pam's right. It's a pretty big explosion. I mean, it is massive. It took out Pam, you know, the more you the more I think about what you're saying, because it took out so much of the bridge. We're not talking about a little small section that you can jump over. I mean, it crumbled it. Yeah, hmm. it crumbled. I rode by yeah. yesterday. Go ahead. Remember it was the biggest Disaster scene. I've seen why it was so massive that even if they was smoking down there, they would have got blown up. 
Mm. I mean, they couldn't run. How, how could they run from it when it blew up? It's not like it was a little fire and start smoking and just spread. No, it was an explosion. Right. So they basically would have would have died. So Atlanta, y'all need to come up with something else. Y'all might as well say that uh, Bigfoot did it or the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> Wait a minute, Tupac, goodbye. Tupac and Bigfoot or Loch Ness? No, ma'am. Mm. And and Biggie and Tupac. Well, I tell you what, we will remember that Pam said it first. Our top investigator is on to something. All right. Well, I have a my next story. I couldn't decide if it should go in trending news or the Crazy Chronicles, so I'm just gonna say it now as we, you know, head towards the Crazy Chronicles for today. First of all, the crazy thing is this person's name, and I kept looking at it. And I was thinking maybe it was a typo, but then I saw it several times the same way. So her name is Ernstalotta LaFrance. Do what? And she's out of <laughs> Ernstalotta. Ernstalotta. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's so missing a couple of uh, missing a couple of vowels, but yes. So her daddy's name was Ernest. And mm-hmm. her mama likes stilettos. Okay, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so her last name is LaFrance, so I probably will stick to that. And she's out of Miami. But she showed up to her daughter's high school to fight a girl that her daughter was into it with. Now, you know, I, I like anybody, am very protective of my child. And I know we don't want to see them hurt. And I know... We're willing to do a lot of things on their behalf. But now listen to this. As it goes, so the fight broke out with the daughter and a group of girls at their county fair or whatever. So that Monday, Ernst Alada came to the high school doing dismissal and confronted the girl that her daughter had been fighting. She knocked the girl's cell phone out of her hand, hit her multiple times, and then the victim went to the lady's house to get her cell phone back and this is the way they described it. Uh, Alyssa Evans was Ernst Alada's partner. Okay, now, so whatever that means, that's how they described it. She came out the house and fired three shots in the air. So the original fight, of course, was on Facebook Live. Ernst Alada, you know, saw it. And she got on there and she warned the people that they missed with her daughter to be worried that she was coming for them. Well, she ended up giving that girl two black eyes and breaking her finger, and she destroyed the child's car with an axe. What? What? <laughs> yes. She went ham. No, she went ham, turkey, bologna. She went deadly. Let's just put it that <laughs> She went the whole meat department on the people, clearly. <laughs> I mean, this brown woman, oh, my goodness. But what I didn't read about, is what the girl's family, you know what I mean? Like, who took her to the lady's house to get her cell phone? And they came out there shooting? Right. Where's the girl's part, mother and stuff? Because I don't have dogs, but I have sons. But if some grown man did something to them, we're going to have some problems. Right, right. Well, yeah. well I mean, here's the thing. Okay. Because as... As you're talking about this story, all I'm reminded of, all I hear in the back of my head is my father's advice. You know, he always told me, he said, they may start it, but you finish it. Right. So, so, you know, if somebody came to me or my sister came at me crossways, 
you know, my father with his six foot four self has given me license to handle my business. So I'm wondering, you know, at what point in the history of life and society do parents think that it's okay for them to come and break bad with somebody who is is messing with their children, okay? Because this isn't the first instance that I've heard of. And, you know, Tanisha, you and I, who are educators, I'm pretty sure that you've heard of incidents of a similar oh, nature, it. just like, I, I've just seen like it. I have. You know, right. yeah, and I have too. You know, parents coming up there with their pajama pants on and they and they bonnets, you know, straight off the couch, <laughs> ready to whoop somebody, ready to whoop a child's tail. I mean, what does that say for you as an adult? Because you want to to beat the mess out of a child. It, it's a, a very poor choice. But let me just say this. Let me say this. And I'm in no way defending any parent who does this. But, you know, and I said, children, are, your children will make you forget who you are. You know what I mean? You right. just black out sometimes. I don't know how bad the fight was that the woman saw on, video, on Facebook Live or whatever, but just imagine you scrolling through Facebook and you see your child getting ganged. Maybe, just maybe, mm-hmm. some of your mental connectors lose lose touch with each other. And you might go haywire for a minute. I don't know. I, I don't know. So I mean, yeah, it, it happens. I'm going to tell, tell a story. And, come on uh, here. Come on. Come story. on with the story. <laughs> I'm going to tell a story about my 16-year-old who, um, she had a little girlfriend at one point, and she thought they broke up, so she started dating an older guy who was like 20. She's a little, she was like 17, about to be 18. So she started dating an older guy that was like 19 or 20. So he used to go to my son's high school and West Ham be trying to mess with him after school. You're a grown man. And first of all, he, my 16-year-old has older brothers. And and one of them ain't rap too tight. I ain't going to say his name. But that <laughs> 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 is. <laughs> so, but I eventually had to go to this grown man's mama's house and check him and her. Because he didn't see nothing wrong with it. I think he's 16, and even he, even he was going, he was like, my mama, he keep messing with me, I'm going to fight him, I'm going to fight him. I said, you not going to, because he put a hand on you, that we're going to really have some problems. All that talking I can deal with, but if he put, like, one little finger on you, then he's going to jail. I just couldn't understand his mentality for wanting to come to a high school, a grown man to fight a kid over another kid. But Now, you bring up a good point. Well, you bring up a good point in that she, since she had the video, she probably could have taken that to the police, like the yeah. mother did in the other story, and had mm-hmm. them arrested. Yeah, yeah, she could have done that. Well, okay, so that's it for this bit. And as usual, I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. All right now. Before I end the show, I want to take a minute and congratulate Chris Blue out of Knoxville, Tennessee, for his accomplishments on The Voice. He is an amazingly talented young man, and we wish him the best on his journey to stardom, which is right where he belongs. 
We discuss many topics on Talking With T, and if you would like to share your thoughts or opinions, call 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you. We still want to celebrate T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes, so if you want to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwitht.com. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Google Music. New shows will continue to drop each Monday. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. When you stop chasing the wrong things, you give the right things a chance to catch you. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.